Welcome to Paddling Adventures Radio. I'm Sean Rowley, and with me is Derek Specht. Hello. How's it going, Derek? It's going awesome. Episode number 300. 300. It's crazy. Isn't it? It's a special episode tonight. It is. And so we always model our chats around a fireside chat. It's like, right. oh, fireside chat. So this is our very first actual... Fireside chat. Fireside chat. We're in QE2 Wildlands Provincial Park. Yep. With one, two, three, four, five. There's six of us and a dog. And we're doing a fireside chat. There's a nice fire going in the middle. Yeah. And uh, so let's see who's here with us tonight. We've got... Scott Rogers. Mike Burns. Scott Robinson. Scott Rogers. (laughs) (laughs) Did you forget your name? (laughs) Martin Garster. (laughs) How are you guys doing? Awesome. Great. Great. Thanks for uh, joining on uh, joining on us joining us joining us yeah, on this momentous on occasion. It's been a long day. Episode. This is awesome. We made it to three hundred. Who knew that me and Sean could uh, meet up every week for three hundred weeks and uh, not kill each other? This is impressive. we didn't. We didn't. No. <laughs> Even through COVID, you guys managed to keep going every week. We remote yeah. recorded for a good portion of that, and uh, and now we're back in the studio. We've missed, what, one week? But we made up one for week. it yeah. with another yeah. special episode. Mm-hmm. Technically, you're not back in studio. You're in the woods. Yeah. yeah this is our studio. This is our studio. This is their green room. That's oh, right. Fair. Our green room. The, the green is kind of left right now, but it is our green room. Oh, yes. And uh, so we've been up here. You, Derek's making sure things are quiet over here. <laughs> Closing the garbage bag. <laughs> there is some awesome. plastic flapping in the wind. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> it's going to be a great show. We don't know how this is going to turn out. We really don't. So uh, yeah. it's uh, we've had our dinner and... No, we haven't had our dinner no. yet. No, 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 no. lunch. Been oh. eating all afternoon. So we... This is what? Day three of our trip. And we decided we'd go for a paddle this morning. Uh, went down Sheldon Lake. Saw some nice scenery. There's a nice big ravine down there. Beautiful. Came on back and decided, oh, we're going to have something to eat. And then Derek showed up. Lo, lo and behold, <laughs> when Derek and Mike came in, Derek had about 800 pounds worth of food. <laughs> so what did we have for lunch today, Derek? Well, what we came back, um, we cooked up some... Uh, some spicy sausages with hot mustard and buns, and uh, then Scott cooked up some chicken chunks, some boneless chicken wings, and then we had some prosciutto-wrapped asparagus. <laughs> and then Mike's got chili later. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then we've still got dinner. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't eaten summer yet. <laughs> well, and then yeah, the other day, what did you have? A shrimp ring? and Oh, yes. When we arrived, we had a shrimp ring. It's a November trip. It's cold, so th- that kind of food lasts. You don't have to worry about spoiling. <laughs> I you don't think I've a eaten a food like barrel this. and a food pack. I did for Overflo- two people. Overflow for two people. Hit. No, no. I bought. I brought. It's for all of you guys. <laughs> Was this in the emails? No, no. It's, it's the calories that keep you warm, though. <laughs> Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Scott Robinson doesn't read emails. No. No. Um, it was a couple days before the trip. He says, oh, I, I got to work till noon on Friday. <laughs> and then, what do you mean we're coming out Monday? <laughs> <laughs> Scott, in like fairness, you all know that I don't read emails. You were in charge of letting me know things. It's a lack of planning thing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who planned this trip anyway? Mike Burns? I just su- suggested this area, and you guys just join me, so <laughs> I do very little planning. 
Apparently that's the way it's going. The older we get, cheers to that. Apparently, cheers, cheers to that. <laughs> apparently, um, planning goes out the window. Hey, here's a destination. Hey, let's go. Hey, okay. And that's as far as it goes. Yeah. I wasn't aware of that. I was waiting in the parking lot for an hour and a half for you guys to show up. <laughs> I'm just saying that I'm the youngest one here by far, and yeah. I have been not planning things my entire life. You guys are just finally catching up. <laughs> no, 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 no. Give it another 10 years. You'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've only been pretending we've, we, we've been planning all these years. Right. Yeah. Uh, we are four beards to two clean faces. Oh, yeah. In this group. Oh, yeah. 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 Martin and Derek both are clean shaven. Somewhat clean shaven. Yep. Yep. Somewhat. Is that a big deal? It is. There's four bearded men in the woods. Uh huh. Uh huh. Two bald chins. You mean four alphas. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk canoe tripping. That's why we're here. It's, it's actually turned into a gorgeous uh, night here. The wind died down this afternoon and it was up a bit. And uh, now we're getting a nice little sunset happening. The water's pretty much like glass. We got some crickets in November. I can turn them up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's that ambiance. We're in the Amazon all the time. Now we're in the Amazon. Why is there monkeys? <laughs> so everybody's been tripping for a number of years. Um, let's just start with... An easy one. Scott. You're easy. Which Scott? Oh, yeah. Which Scott? Scott. Scott. Scott Rogers. There's Scott. Yes. And Scott. Scott. What would you like and, to know? And Scott. Martin says, let's go on a trip. And I say, okay, sure. Okay. Well, <laughs> let me just get my questions here then. Well, you got questions. I got some questions, buddy. Uh, do, 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 He's do. got a dossier. Because <laughs> we're all sitting around here and getting a big giggly. What's your favorite beverage? My oh. favorite beverage. For a canoe trip. For a canoe trip, would be rum. And mix, or just straight rum? Uh, either. Uh, if I had to mix, it would be with ginger beer, as I'm sipping right now. Ginger beer and rum. Mike? Uh, I generally bring a lot of fireball, and then I cut it with water. Yeah, that's my drink. Mr. Robinson? Whiskey mixed with whiskey. <laughs> just straight. Different types of whiskeys, or just... Straight whiskey. If it's whiskey, I'm going to try it. <laughs> now, what did you do today? You did water, Mio, and whiskey. I did. I and then water, rum, and whiskey. I, I, I had Mio. I had water. It was a fluorescent blue. Yeah, it was. It was tasty. It was pretty. <laughs> it, my gamble worked out. <laughs> Martin. Well, you know, whiskey and Mio. Mio lemonade? No. I thought we do whiskey and Mio lemonade. That's a whiskey sour. Oh but yes, I was. I've been whiskey for pretty much my whole adult life until I met Scott Rogers, and he's turned me onto the rum. What are the, what's the rum that you've got me drinking these days? And I love it. Oh, you like the Eldorado? Eldorado, right? Eldorado Twelve or Eldorado Fifteen? That's pretty good stuff. Awesome. And Derek, I'm a, I'm a Scotch guy. I like my Scotch straight really? up. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I thought it was beer. Well, wow. not on well, backcountry well, chips, but it just kind of worked this trip. But uh, yeah, why? Why would you say beer? <laughs> why would you say Derek's favorite thing was beer? Just because he brought in a couple on this trip. How many did you bring in on this trip? Fifty Derek? pounds. Fifty <laughs> pounds. I measured in weight of no. beer. I have no idea how many cans it was, but it was no, about but 50 how pounds. many of those were meal in a can? Oh, there was. Uh, 
<laughs> it was twelve. It wasn't just beer. There's twelve meals in a can. It was. Well, I found this thing. It's uh, it's uh, Collective Arts. They have a new Origin of Darkness series, and it's like milkshake, malt, stout, and it, it's you know bourbon barrels and this that the other thing. But meal yeah. in a can. Meal, meal in, in a can. can. Meal in a can. Like a thick, thick stout beer. And there was four different flavors. And yep. I like them all. Well, all I said last night was I'm glad we we drank them here because otherwise you would have to bring them on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't bring them on Tuesday. They're 11 percent alcohol. I can't drink that on her. No, you would have pawned them off on me. Yeah. <laughs> I think you should have a contest where if anyone knows what a speculose cookie is. Oh, oh spe- yeah, there you go. Speculous. Speculous. There's L O O S. Speculous cookies. These beers were made with cookies. If you know what a speculous cookie, cookie is, is. <laughs> let us know. I mean, we've never heard of them. It's not like an Oreo or a Fudgeo no, no. or something. <laughs> fig Newton. It's a, a Fig Newton. Weird Fig Newton. And out here in the backcountry, Google is like spotty at best, so uh, we couldn't Google it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, mine is the uh, Sean Tequila Sunrise. Oh, oh that, that was good. Uh, yeah. That was yeah. spectacular. Yeah, just yeah. tequila and tang. Tang. <laughs> <laughs> One part tequila to two parts tang. That's the Sean Tequila t- Sunrise. And that, I've got to mention Martin's uh, Tequila yep. Sunrise. Yes. Oh, we yeah. Gonna have to so, get, we're going to have to get Sean to like turn that up a notch and yes. bring an orange with you next time. So it was on the Spanish River trip, Burt Reynolds Memorial River Run second year. Yeah. Yeah. Year two, and uh, you you tell us. Well, how yeah, you that, made that it. You, we started that that day was a layover day for us. I think it was. Yeah. And Mike Burns caught a, a big catch of bass. It was all bass, maybe one I think or two. Everybody pike. caught a fish or two that day. Yeah, we had a we had a feast of fish snacks. Yes, we did. And then we took the the canoe barrel lid and turned it upside down. Slice up a bunch of oranges into wedges, and then you sprinkle the wedges thoroughly with cinnamon. Take a shot of good tequila. Like Patron. Patron, and then suck on your cinnamon-covered orange wedge, and it's fantastic. It was amazing. So that's like an alcoholic dessert. It is. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, um, a a canoe-tripping friend of mine about 10 years ago showed me that on a trip through Algonquin Park. We were going down towards Burnt Root Lake, and Mm -hmm. one night we had that as a treat, and it was pretty awesome. So when you're kids, you're eating those, those what do they call yeah, in the banana? You put the chocolate chips and stuff, and then you um, wrap it in tinfoil, put it in the fire. Oh, yeah. Right? And then you open it up and you eat the squishy Hot banana. banana. Oh. I can't remember what it's called, but that's like, that, that, yours is like the adult version of that. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, not exactly. recommended for kids. It's not <laughs> recommended <laughs> for it. anybody under 18. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, well, what about food, Mr. Rogers? Well, I would say over the years, I've tried to go lighter. Somebody's bad influence. Dehydrated foods and things like that. But, I mean, I love a good steak cooked on the fire. Nothing like a good steak. Mike? Yeah, the first few days, you know, uh, I try to bring some fresh food, like a good steak. Uh, um, really, I, I prefer chicken, but, you know, I'll have to eat that right away the first day. Then. Yeah. Uh, second day, yeah, steak, and after that, it's just freeze dries usually. Yeah. Well, so far two steaks and some freeze dried. <laughs> it's it's, it's going to be a toss up for me. It's either going to be Korean short ribs, which were just those were good, damn oh, wow. fine, uh, or bacon. 
Ken Hawk. Ken Hawk. Bacon's a cop out. No, bacon's bacon a meal. Bacon is a cop bacon out. Bacon can be a meal if you do it right. I'm curious if the microphones will pick up the coyotes right now. Yeah, we've been having coyotes every night. There's like. There's two packs. Oh, hear them right now. Wow. No, that was close. So I'll have to see if the microphone will pick that up. See if they, yeah, see if they'll come closer tonight. That's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. yeah, they've been been going. So, Martin, I don't cook at home, so I don't cook in the woods either. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm I'm outclassed by all these guys. I mean, I will bring in something fresh for the first night, so I don't feel like a complete idiot. But no, it's just dehydrated meals, rice, pasta, whatever's lightest. You made, you made a mean spaghetti last night, though. Yeah, but it was dehydrated beef with dehydrated spaghetti sauce and spaghetti. <laughs> oh, yeah, still that's still a good that's, meal. That's cooked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We did have six hundred meters to portage into here. <laughs> yeah. you know. Eric, a, a typical first meal that I like to bring, and it's usually uh, is usually this going to require a menu? No, <laughs> no. Multiple pages? No. <laughs> Will require a shrimp ring. But, <laughs> yeah, that's, but you know, honestly, like that kind of food is awesome on a November trip because nothing spoils, right? Everything it's yeah. the oh, cold yeah. weather's yeah. you rarely over ten degrees. So any food you bring in is but for me on a first trip, like a first night, even before you hit the water, it's like that first camp night before you hit the water with the outfitter or whatever, is uh, usually a like a tinfoil tray of like potatoes, beans, and peas, and and onion, and all that, all mixed together with salt and pepper and butter, and and uh, first night here we did I did it with uh, chicken breast and all cooked over the fire. Usually it's steak with that big bucket of uh, veggies, and so yeah, it was uh, it was pretty awesome. It was mm-hmm. really delicious. It's a it's a nice treat on the first night, and it's so you know you just throw a bunch of stuff in a pan and cook it over the fire so it's an easy one to do it's uh it's my traditional first night meal get rid of the weight (laughs) not this week don't you still have a charcuterie board in there (laughs) well i do have uh, cheese and crackers and and olives and stuff like that so i still have a lot of stuff in the bin (laughs) you portaged in the board I didn't bring a board. I didn't bring a board. I was going to put it on my paddle. <laughs> Got to leave, leave something at home. <laughs> I was I was planning on using my paddle as a charcuterie board. Oh, all right. Uh, mine is. I mean, I do the go-to steak as well first night, but um, sometimes uh, you get those uh, big pieces of pork. It's like a little pork, not really a pork roast, but uh, I don't I don't even know what it's called. But I'll cut a chunk of that off and bring it in. Oh, yeah. Right. So you can cut that into little round. Slices, I medallions guess. Medallions or something. Medallion, yeah, for lack of a better term, yeah. Or something. And then throw it on in the bar, the 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 fire, and cook that up. And what I've gotten into doing is at home, I'll cut up a couple of green peppers, red peppers, yellow peppers, whatever. I yeah. cut up some onion, and then put that in a baggie, and then you just dump them into a pan with some butter, garlic butter, and whatnot, and uh, cook that over the fire as well while your your meat's cooking. That's perfect first meal. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, the rest of the trip's usually dehydrated stuff. Or, yeah, it's um, always is. We've gotten into the uh, the freeze-dried, like mountain house sort of stuff lately, just to give them, because we've never been into that sort of thing. So now we're just making our rounds and trying out those things, find out which ones we like, which ones we don't like. And they got some awesome desserts. The, with the uh, chocolate mud slides. Oh, yes. Oh. Come up with some nice stuff. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah, food. Food's food seems to be a big thing, especially on uh, trips where there's rotten weather. 
everybody will sit under a tarp around and munch. So what about snacky food? Uh, trail mix, that seems to be granola bars, uh, dried fruit. You guys, you've been bringing in candy. Yeah, candy's a well, big one. Was Halloween was very recent. Everybody's yeah. got Halloween candy with them this week. Pirate pirate cookies. <laughs> Those are always good. Well, you know, uh, so we did The Meanest Link yeah. a, a month or two ago. Scott Rogers and I, Martin. And uh, we had the typical, you've got like your trail mix and your granola bars and your Gorp. your jerky and your mm-hmm. pepperettes. Yeah. But it gets a little old after the while. So, so Scott ended up, he got he got a bunch of, you, we usually creative. do, I do like five, I don't eat lunch, I do five snacks a day. And it could be nuts, it could be pepperettes, it could be, you know, jerky, it could be a granola bar, cereal bar, whatever. And it gets old. So Scott yeah. got creative. Well, with it gets last old one. because it's always chocolate, chocolate, yeah. chocolate. And you get tired of that. So what did you bring on the meanest Any, Anything different. Lemon. Yeah. Was, it, was a good one, right? We had these lemon cakes that were yeah. just... They had this same calories as a Snickers bar, <laughs> but it's like a lemon cake. It was fantastic. <laughs> some sort of seed, so seed thing with... I don't know what the seeds were, but a, some sort of seed bar. Yeah. So it's about hmm. calories to me. Like, I don't I don't base camp. I trip and right. usually put in big hours, big, big miles, and it's just sort of you don't stop for lunch. You just graze as you go and, you know... Having something a little different each day makes it makes it interesting. Right? And I'm I'm one of those people. I I like to just get up in the morning, grab a bowl of oatmeal, and go, or you know, a couple of granola bars, and go. Oatmeal. Same with, with <laughs> yeah. You don't like oatmeal. Oh, I hate uh, oatmeal. Same with with if I'm if I'm tripping during the day, like doing a long a long haul day, I can't stand stopping. Yeah. Getting out all the gear. Let's make yeah. some lunch. Forty no, minutes grab later, something you're out still of a bag. making your lunch. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just like to to grab and go. Uh, snacks for you, Mike? Uh, just like uh, yeah, Gorp uh, granola granola bars. Um, I get Power Bars. Uh, they have a lot of calories in them and some protein, and that's all I I I'll have during the day when I'm tripping, and uh, and that's about it. So, and the, my mor- mornings I have the breakfast pitas. Uh, yep. I always bring a little bit of peanut butter. My dog likes it too, and. <laughs> Um, sometimes I'll bring uh, some granola crunch and powdered milk, and right. I, I really enjoy it, uh, like a cereal too, and I mix that with the water. And so I, I've been doing that lately, and I really like that. I got out of doing the powdered milk. Yeah, I've been liking it. Yeah, because I mean, I used to do that with oatmeal. <laughs> yeah. So Martin. Yeah. What's wrong with oatmeal? Oh, I. <laughs> I dislike oatmeal with a passion. Is there a reason? It's, it's because it's the go-to canoe trippers meal. It's like wallpaper paste. You know, just coating your. Mm. Oh, it's just the worst. And 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 when you go on long trips and you put in big miles, everybody has oatmeal. It's the worst. <laughs> so Scott has is fond of saying in the in the morning. Scott Rogers is fond of saying, "Just shut up and eat the oatmeal, Garster." <laughs> <laughs> You can have oatmeal, or you can have oatmeal. Yeah. That's, that's it. Well, I, I used to bring in the um, dehydrated, uh, like strawberries and stuff like that. So then you're putting them in hot water in the morning to rehydrate them. I'll take that into, with granola. Like I like granola in the morning. Yeah, powdered milk, granola, strawberries, mm-hmm. dehydrated fruits. That's mm-hmm. good. That's I love. That. See, I got out of all that for the, because you can buy the different flavored oatmeals. Yeah, and it's just rip. Pour into a bowl, put some hot water, eat, and you're gone. Right? To me, the fast thing now is breakfast rounds. Like a good, like yeah. you get morning rounds from any grocery store. 
It's just a thick pita, pita, and all you do is fry it up in olive oil, and maybe you'll put, like Mike said, put yeah, peanut butter, butter, butter on, butter on it. Yeah. and yeah. it's faster, just yeah. as fast as oatmeal or granola. It's just as filling. It just doesn't taste like wallpaper paste. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mike's, Mike gets the big ones. I was getting the, the big uh, breakfast pitas. Yeah, and then we came ones. across these little mini Those ones. look great. Those, Those look little great. mini. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, you get. One bite. You get one or two bites and you're done. But again, with the big ones, you put the peanut butter. Now, I. You could dip them in your bacon grease, oh, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, Scott, grease, yes. uh, Scott Robinson was making bacon this morning. So I had I was eating those. And I said, bring the pan over. <laughs> I just started dipping. <laughs> dipping. Also- my breakfast pita in the bacon grease as it's cooking and it's like oh my it's god so you guys are all talking about like getting up and going in the morning and everything else no no there needs to be at least three pans of bacon mm. <laughs> before you do anything else in the morning Scott knows what he's doing with the bacon yeah. as long as you're up and you're making the bacon so that by the time I'm up and ready to go then the bacon's done we're good the, the bacon grease is there for the you bacon to grease dip is good for the dipping <laughs> but I when we were across the border I can't remember where it wasn't. I, I think we were at um, the Quiet Adventure Symposium because I yeah. don't think it was Canucopia <clears throat> where I bought the big thing Walmart? of peanut butter. Oh, the powdered peanut butter. The powdered peanut yeah. butter because we couldn't get it in Canada here. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they had one size of powdered peanut butter. It was this big. Yeah. It's like the big jar of peanut butter, but it's powdered. Mm-hmm. So you add just water. add water. Yep. And it's tasty, right? Wrong. Um. <laughs> yeah, you asked me today. Have so, you tried it? And you, yeah, you don't. Yeah, <laughs> don't. And I'm stuck. It's it's my penance. I have to eat that because no one else will take any. Uh, but again, it's it saves weight because you can throw yep. it in a baggie. And if you want something just for something different on a long trip, you can make up a little bit, put it on a breakfast pita or something like that. Or mix it in with your oatmeal. Or mix it, yeah. Throw it right. in your oatmeal to make it less pasty, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> wallpapery. peanut butter just doesn't even sound appetizing. <laughs> you know what? I should make some tomorrow and everybody can taste it. Did you bring some? I brought some. Uh, I always bring right, some. Well, I'll, I'll try I'll, it. I'll eat the oatmeal. I'll try anything. <laughs> <laughs> do you want oatmeal or do you want powdered peanut butter? <laughs> Oatmeal it is. <laughs> Seconds, please. <laughs> but yeah, Mike, you bring the whole a whole jar of peanut butter. Well, I did this time because uh, yeah. we're not going anywhere. We're yeah. not going anywhere. Yeah. It's also yeah. for the dog. Yeah, yeah. Yes, Willow likes yeah. the. Uh, Willow's having a nice snooze. Willow over the there. adventure dog. Yeah, Willow's yeah, is all snoozing happy right over now. There. All adventured out. Yeah. Yesterday, we decided we would hit uh, the hiking trail up to Scrabble Mountain. Yeah. Just a little and hike. It was a little, yeah, little yeah. trail. What, what, what was it, like four kilometer kilometers? Hike? <laughs> it was 12 kilometers each way, I think. Oh, each no. way? Up no. Trip, maybe. <laughs> 12 kilometers each way, uphill, <laughs> both ways, in the snow, <laughs> without our snowshoes. My like toes, ankles, But there was knees, a memorial to a, to a man... Oh, LeGrew. At the Le top Le of Le Scrabble Le Mountain. LeGrew. Yeah. Ernie LeGrew. And it was snowshoes crossed on that to, on that gravestone, the Headstone, gra- yeah. memorial marker. Yeah, 1966, he died, he and then his grandson was 2015. Yeah, 2015. 2015. Yeah. Yeah. Kept, uh, kept it going until oh, yeah. 2015. W. H. Butch Pollard Jr., who kept Grandpa's tradition alive, 1947 to 2015. And what did it say on the other side? L. Uh, Lacroix, to the memory of Aldi. 1893 to 1966. That's pretty cool. Isn't it? Like, that was, you know, so... It's an actual tombstone, like you'd see at a cemetery. Yeah. (laughs) So, and and were you saying that, Mikey, that's when I was born? 
I was born in 66, yes. 66. So when you were born, yeah. some guy loved these hills so mm-hmm. much that he got memorialized here with yeah. his snowshoes. That's awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And maybe if you believe in reincarnation, Mike <laughs> is really Baldy <laughs> LaCroix. Back it again. It lines up. Yeah. It lines yeah. up. Yeah. 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 We've got seven people on here this evening. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> now, that was that was pretty cool. But, yeah, we did that uh, big uh, hike big yesterday. Um, some, some pretty blown out bridges on that hike. Oh, yeah. yes. 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 Old. Very old. Not a lot of maintenance going on. No. But did you notice that they put... White spray paint on the rocks. Yeah, yes. uh, for your route paintbrush. Yeah. Yep, it's all all the uh, Ganaraska mm-hmm. trail, trail, right? Yeah, yeah. blaze yeah. the, the the blazes for the uh, trail marker. And we've seen more hikers than <coughs> canoe trippers this week. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. 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 It's been nice, really nice weather though. By triple. Yep. Lots of hikers going by on the ridge beside us. Yes. And yesterday, uh, Willow, if we put in what do we say, twelve? Kilometers round trip? Sure. Yeah. We'll call it 12. I probably four. 12. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just say 12. It sounds better. 1,400. Yeah, 1,400. Uh, Willow March. probably put in at least three oh, times yeah. as yeah. much as we yeah, did. Absolutely. She you was know. running back and forth through the she woods. She would alert us every time there was something in the woods. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah every five feet. Yeah. <laughs> A leaf! A leaf! Yeah. <laughs> Squirrel! But you know what? That's what I like about some of these canoe trips that we do is, um, I mean, people, what do you do? Just go out there and paddle, 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 paddle. Well, sometimes if you're at camp and there's something like that, there's a, a lookout. Uh, you guys, Derek, have done Maple Mountain into Mogami. I have, yes. You and, you and Mike have yep. done that. Yep. Um, it's nice just to get out and do some hiking once in a while as it opposed is. to just non It's a change pace. It's something different. And, and for any trip, it's like uh, you don't want to just paddle or just hike. It's it's nice to have the mix. So it's uh, the portages are a nice break from the paddling, and the paddling is a nice break from the portages. So mm-hmm. it's kind of nice to mix it up. And it's uh, nice to get, like, history in your trip, too. Absolutely. Like, when we hit the top of Scrabble Mountain, finding that, you know... The headstone, yeah. That memorial to someone 50 years ago, that was... That was that's pretty cool. That was pretty mm-hmm. cool. Well, I mean, that's when we go through Algonquin and, and Tomogamy and stuff the like that. Finding, or... Yeah, finding all the historical stuff. And, you know, I mean, <clears throat> people think that we're just out there paddling around and being a bunch of goofballs, but uh, there's actually some... Yeah, some cool stuff that we we still enjoy doing and looking for, and you know, I mean, you look at the the vegetation and stuff, flowers, trees, animals, all that sort of. So we actually on our site here, um, there's a hole, and Derek, I think it was Derek that noticed a hole in a tree. Hole there's a, tree. a hole in a tree. Oh, sugar glider, and not a sugar glider. Well, it looks like, like a, it's, it's a flying, flying squirrel. squirrel. Flying squirrel. We've actually got a flying squirrel on our our site here, and the big eyeballs on the sucker yeah is he still in there yeah yes he is yeah he hasn't, seen poked, him hasn't poked his head out i haven't seen him today but yesterday he was like his head was poking out every five minutes looking saying what are you guys doing on my spot so uh scott and i are in a hot tent this weekend and the i'm on the far the far right side of the hot tent there's a gap a little hole a little tiny hole coming into our tent and last night sure enough a little mouse comes through the hole oh, yeah. runs over the sleeping bag <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I wonder if that was the yeah. flying squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> Just mice coming to pay a visit, looking for extra little handouts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you guys have been doing uh, some cooking on the, the hot stove in there in the mornings, doing your breakfast in there. Yep, yep, why not? Something Bacon, to do, something different, eggs, something fun. tomatoes, uh, toast, and muffins, and... Scott decided yeah. to leave the oatmeal at home, so... 
Like I got breakfast home. rounds. Only five star breakfast for you guys, eh? Yeah. The rest of us are out here freezing in the morning. Eating oatmeal. Yeah, Scott <laughs> made, what did you make this morning, Scott? Uh, just, I don't know, what do you call them? Egg, BLT on the bagel. Yeah. No, not a BLT. Okay, you, know, you know, coffee, then second coffee. coffee, then BLT and bagels. And, you know, it's just a T-shirt and shorts because hot tent, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, we're all here <laughs> shivering. Well, it's, what is it? It's two degrees out here. So. <laughs> you know, and that's the thing about you trips. You got the beard is, to keep you warm. Well, that's exactly it, right? All the way down to my belly button. Uh, you can make your canoe trip as hard or easy as you want. And, I mean, this time of year... You, when, you, when you're not sure about the weather and attempts and stuff like that. And you do have to bring in the extra gear because, you know, the extra, the warm, you know, gear. Because if it gets down to minus 5, minus 6 Celsius or minus 20 Celsius, you can't be caught out here without that. Whereas in the summer, yeah, I'm walking around in a Speedo sort of thing. You don't need all that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Scott Robinson's walking around uh, in a Speedo. Absolutely in a Speedo. If that hedonism north, <laughs> <laughs> and you can you can make your roots. Like I said, we we did one big portage in, and then made uh, camp, and we haven't moved. Or you can make it more difficult and move every move single day. day. Yeah. Scott uh, Rogers, which do you prefer? Do you like doing both? Do you like? Do you prefer longer trips, moving every day, every other day? Well, it's, it's nice to do both through a season. Because, you know, like we did the meanest link, so we were traveling every day. But you're not seeing the sights. Mm-hmm. You don't have yeah, the time you're to rushing stop through too much. and say, you know, hey, yeah. there's a great view here. Not too bad we got another yeah. 30 kilometers to go today. We don't, we can't take the time. So if you can go in and set up base camp and then uh, see the sights that are in the area, that's, that's great too. Either one, I like it. Mike? Um, when I do my solo trips, I, I prefer just to keep moving every day, but uh, maybe two nights at the same site at the most. Um, you know, I try to make a loop, and uh, but I do enjoy moving, uh, you know, but I do take my time, and, you know, it's not a big race, but uh, I just wing it kind of thing. But, yeah, I prefer to move, yeah, and maybe two nights, unless there's a lot of uh, features in the area that you want to check out, right, then, then I'll stay a little bit longer. Right. Yeah. Scott? Uh, I'm kind of a different paddler. I, I, either we're paddling out with the, with the regular crew of guys and just making base camp, and that's where we stay for the weekend. Right. Uh, or we're doing a, a traveling trip where we've got a destination or, or I won't say a time limit, but we, we, we have a route that we want to get through right in our week-long trip or whatever it may be. Right, so... We we do a bit of both. Usually once once every two years, uh, we do a, a a big week long or a nine day trip, right? That's that's moving every day. We don't stay in the same spot for more than a night, right? So, Martin, I uh, like <clears throat> to me, it, it's tough. I love being outdoors. I love this kind of trip. I love everything about the wind and the pines and the coyotes and the hills. Mm-hmm. But the real reason I do this is is to like push myself and go to places you've never seen before, and so to me it's you know layover days are just there for emergencies, right? It, in my you know that's what I want. I want to go further. What's around the next bend? What's what's over the hill, and see something you haven't seen before. So to me, it's just it's more about the adventure and and getting 
getting to somewhere you haven't been to before. Right. So, yeah. Derek? Well, for me, it uh, really depends. Like, I've, I've got a young family, and uh, so far we've... Uh, We've done a lot of base camping with the kids and stuff like that, which is great. The kids got to you know, you try and find a beach somewhere for the kids to play on the beach. But uh, I usually on trips like this, it's, uh, you know, when we do Burt Reynolds Memorial River Run or whatever, it's like a, it's a hard slog every day. You're pushing through to get a certain distance done every day. And I really enjoy the challenge of that. But uh, then again, I also like uh, kind of relaxing and watching the kids play and enjoying, and you know, that little voyage of discovery that they do. And so it's uh, everything has its place, right? It's uh, it's kind of a mix. Uh, I can't really say I prefer one over the other. It really, really depends on who you're with and and what the goal is for the trip. Mm-hmm. I like to do. I, I mean, I got to go with Mike. I like the the, the go go trip with. Planning the route so that if there are th- features or something you want to see, yes. you got a layover day that you can go explore sort of thing. Yeah. Do a bit of research and figure out what's out there, what's yeah. worth stopping for, what's worth looking at. Yeah. Research. That sounds like planning. Just go with it. Sometimes if you don't plan, you come back from a trip and say, hey, did you check out that old cabin? Yeah, or you get mad. Did you find yeah. that grave site on the Petawawa? It's like, what? What are you talking about? So, okay, next time I go down to Petawawa, I'm going to go ah. check out that uh, that uh, headstone. I'm going to check out this spot. I'm well, going to check well, out that even, spot. Even today, right? We're, we're base camping for three nights on Sheldon Lake. Yep. And we're just kind of tooling around. Well, let's go to the far end of the lake. Wasn't that cool? It was. Yeah. The yeah. far end of Sheldon Lake, if you've never been here. The, awesome. the The north end is where all the campsites at. Go to the south end. It'll It's pretty cool. There's a... There's like a river, a subterranean river going underneath the rocks at a mm-hmm. giant chute. It drops at least 20, 30 meters. Yeah. Like it's a, it's, it's awesome. pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And black flies in November. Black flies right? in yeah. November, what right? That? Yeah. Wow. Sun was out. We're near the river, right? It was great. <laughs> they hang Doesn't out mean anything. It's November. They're supposed to be hibernating. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't get the memo. Apparently not. Um, but you know what? I also enjoy... Doing something like this where you, you you can go in a few lakes or something and you make a, a day or a, a, a base camp. And then during the day, you know, okay, we're heading up over these couple portages to this lake and back. And then tomorrow we're heading over these portages, check out these lakes and back yeah, sort of thing, right? So you're at the, the, the one lake and doing day trips from. And we I got wish the coyotes. these mics could pick that up. Yeah, Coyotes are just going. Yeah. They're just going crazy. Yeah. There's awesome. fish jumping as well. Yeah, I've got yep. fish, beavers. There's and there's a, a beaver the on the <laughs> lake. Huh. It's amazing. Stop. Yeah. Can you guys come closer, yeah. please? That's wild. <laughs> think um, this yeah, time of year, everything cool. would be like quieting down, but like yeah, this still lake is alive. Very active. Yeah. There was a, there's a, a, a beaver I figured out last night because you can hear, I think he's over there right now. You can hear the, the noise. He's chewing. Because I yeah. thought he kept slapping his tail, and last night I realized the noise and the patish in the water it's him was a tree. Trees over. Him yeah. taking down a him beach or down an a aspen tree. or something. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, and and then I guess hauling it away. So um, there's a couple of big beaver dams around here too, yeah. beaver lodges and and whatnot. So um, so let's talk now. We got all four members. Of the Burt Reynolds Memorial River, River Run yes. group oh, here. <laughs> um, Scott, you've done the meanest link. Derek, you've done the meanest link. Yep. 
Have you done the music link, Mike? No, I have not. No. Nope. Uh, Scott has it. With you. Martin, no. have Martin you? has. Yeah, I have. You've Martin done the Scott just did it yeah, this summer? Yeah, we just did it this summer. Right. Okay. Scott, I just like second time. I did it twice. twice. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's a trip you. you do once just to prove your metal, and then Scott's like, eh, I'll do it again. Uh, why not? Why not? Time. We're going to do it again when we're 60. Mike and I have both done the Brent run. The Brent run, yes. Yeah. Oh, Scott was, well, Scott was there too. Scott was there too. Oh, and Mark, Marcus was, Marcus was Marcus there. Marcus the other guy. Yeah. Is there anything you haven't done, Scott? No. No. <laughs> Is there any other little races or endurance things? I haven't bought new shoes. Scott yeah. is the unsung hero of the yeah. Ontario canoe tripping world. He's done everything, been everywhere. No wow. one knows because he doesn't care. Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just, doesn't care. He's the Johnny Cash of Ontario canoe tripping. <laughs> I just hear someone's going on a trip and I say, Oh, yeah, I could that. go. Yeah, I could do I'll, that. I'll be your pack mule. <laughs> yeah. So what is it, Scott, about these kind of trips that you like? <sighs> is it the challenge? Just the pushing? Just getting out there? The camaraderie? I do like the people. I mean, your I've wife gone kicks with you out a lot of, the house. of yeah, a lot of great people on the trips. You yeah, know, met um, you know all you guys are random strangers that I now trip with. So I do like the people. I like the. Uh, the seeing the sights, like I said, like we've been base camping for three days, but we've gone places. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that. So I like the food. Ah. Well, thanks, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to get outside. Yeah, yeah. no, it's just yeah. So it's not so much the fact that it's it, it's oh, this is an endurance thing. Let's see how far we can go. No, it's, it's just being out. It's just being out there, and no, the no. longer the better because no you first want, descents, no unexplored. Yeah. No. If you want to stop and set up the bar, I'm right there with you. Yeah, yeah. Let's. I can do that. <laughs> no, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Mike, you enjoyed doing the Brent Run. Yes. That that was, was, yeah, yeah. I, I enjoy challenges too. Yeah. But I am getting older and <laughs> slowing down a little bit now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. You know what? I've been tripping with Slow you for comments. a long time, and it doesn't look like you've slowed down at all. No, no. Uh, so I don't think. I don't really think age has that much to do yeah. with it. it. Takes me a little bit longer to get up in the morning to light the fire for you guys. Yeah, <laughs> Mike. We, Mike we noticed too, that. Mike is too humble. I remember ten, thirteen years ago, he was a pretty active member of Algonquin Adventures. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. and he wrote a trip report of this trip you went from Magneto on. Mm-hmm. And you went all the way out to Phillip Lake. You went past Phillip Lake to basically went from east to west and back again. And I remember vividly reading that report 10 or 12 years ago and thinking, that's so cool. I want to do that. I don't know if I do that now. (laughs) Well, we discussed it earlier. The the part I really hate most anymore on canoe trips is, especially this time of year, is having to get into the tent at the end of the night and then having to get out <laughs> yeah. at the beginning of the day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, here we go. No, no one's no one's recording the part where you get up in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what time is it? Five. Okay, what time did we start breakfast? Nine. <laughs> wow, that's taking you a bit longer than used to, isn't it? Uh, so in all our years, uh, we've all been to a multiple places canoe tripping over the years. If you had to pick one of the spots that you would l- love to go back to that you've canoe tripped, uh, where would you go, Scott? I, I like w- how we just keep picking on Scott yeah, you're picking first. On me. He's first. Well, I've been lots He's of great places. I, I mean, 
I'd kind of like to go back to either White Partridge Express, uh, mostly to get into North Branch again, um, or I'd those really are, like to do. Where, where are those? In Algonquin. Oh, yeah. Uh, and both are in Algonquin. Or I'd like to, well, other than the Yukon that I've missed for two trips now, I'd like to go to the Yukon. Uh, I'd like to do the Bonchere River again. That was a great trip. Right. That, that I did a few years back. So the Bonchere River is a, 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 it was a route in Algonquin Park. It was in the map it for was. many years. And I guess they discontinued it? Or they, they took cut it, it out of the map. The map? Yeah. Oh, really? Did they take it off the map? They took it off the map. Yeah. And they, why did they do that? there's a lot of whitewater there, is there not? <clears throat> Uh, a little bit. I mean, if they developed it, maybe there'd be a little more, but uh, no. I think some people complained some maybe people about complained. how we won't hard say who it was. that was. And so it got removed from Algonquin Park's official you know, list of routes. So you, if you were to do that route today, you would be going off, quote, unquote, off permit. Really? Yes. I wasn't aware of that. Beautiful right. river. Yeah, beautiful river. it's one of the. I mean, I haven't, I haven't done the whole thing. I've done part yeah. of it. Yeah. It's a beautiful river, but it's it's not for the meek. Well, it's like recut the portages, and it'd just be another trip in Algonquin, really. So it's another one of those lost portages that everybody seems to be recovering over the last couple of years. Yeah. They need to do that one, yeah. <laughs> and it'd be closer than like way, 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 way up north. Yeah. So. Scott or Mike, what about you? Um, I really don't have anything that stands out. Um, if anything, uh, the park Clarney, um, I really want to revisit there. Um, I've been there a few times solo, um, and then I went with Derek. We we, oh, we went to around Philip Edward Island, and then we went in and uh, David Lake, and then we hiked uh, Silver Peak. Uh, that was awesome. That was a good trip. That was, was really, really good. good trip. So um, it's been a few years, and now that I I trip with a dog, now um, I really want to go back there with my dog. And I really, uh, um, when I do my solo trips, you know, you get a little lonely once in a while. And just uh, since I've got my dog Willow now, I just it's brought it up a notch, and and I really really enjoy my solo trips with her. You know, just that, just fun being with her. Right. Yeah. So, but uh, definitely uh, Killarney. Uh, I've been all over Algonquin. I mean, I love Algonquin too. Uh, Massasauga Park, I've been there, but not with the permits uh, being so high mm-hmm. <laughs> for a, a soloist or even with the tandem, it's still very expensive. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Mr. Rogers or Mr. Robinson. <laughs> you know what? Uh, my my favorite trip was still like down the Kopka River, but I, I'd actually like to go explore more of the moose, like we did uh, a couple years ago. Yeah, right. Some different parts of it. I want to do the the walkway acoustic that ends up in the French, and then the moose, right, to end end up in uh, in Moosonee. I'd like so to go back and check out same, that area. same finish area, just same finish starts. area, just different route. Yeah, right. But still, that 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 whole area needs to be explored more. And without the uh, like hurricane style winds. Yeah, well, that's that would that would be a bonus. But uh, if that's what it takes, then I'm still willing to do it. Martin, what about you? Um, it's it, you know it's a funny one because it's probably the last trip you did or the last big trip you did. I mean, we all go on trips like probably three, four, five times a year, and then this, this is the one big trip of the year, right? The mm-hmm. one thing you did that you spent a lot of time planning and all that stuff. So. You know, with us, this last year, it was the meanest link. Um, and so that was 
you know, that's probably the one I have the, when you say, what's your favorite trip? Well, it's the one, the big, the one big trip I did most recently. Right. You know, so, um, you know, whether it's because you're in the far north or you're doing, you know, something in the, in, in the, in northern Ontario or you're doing something that's south central Ontario. It's the last trip you did that you really spent your time thinking about and you took your, you know, you said, I'm going to take two weeks off and I'm going to go on a trip and plan it and, and all the rest of it and spend all my time and energy thinking about. That's my favorite last trip. Yeah. Okay. So, meanest link for us this year, but who knows what it'll be in the future. Derek? I don't know that there's something that I want to revisit. I've just, I'm always looking forward to the next trip and, uh, this year, this year was uh, was going to be an exciting year for me. Unfortunately, we had a severe lack of rain because I was really excited to to do the Missinaabe down to down yeah. the Missinaabe, the Moose River, and down into uh, Moose Knee and Moose Factory. And I was really looking forward to being on uh, on the bay. And and uh, unfortunately, just because of the water, dry season, we weren't able to do the Burt Reynolds Memorial River run this year. And uh, I'm really hoping we can either do that next year or the year after. It's uh, it's uh, it's one of those things. It's it's some place I never thought I would have ever gone into that area until we planned a trip for it. And it's like, oh, I really want to see that. I want to see James Bay. Right. I want to I want to get out there on James Bay, Moose Moose Factory. It's it's one of those areas that's it's it seems like it's impossible to reach and access and. Uh, and it, we almost had the opportunity to do so. So next year we have to have to plan a little bit later in September. We like now knowing the uh, the the way that the rains fall through the seasons. It uh, around mid September is when the rains start falling again and the rivers start to increase and make them more passable. And so I'm looking forward to maybe uh, being successful next year or the year after doing the Missinaabe down to uh, Moose Knee. I have i mean i've been to a lot of a lot of spots but i think ones that i w- there's there's two places i, I want to go back uh i want to get more into killarney uh do a lot more into killarney because it's really hard and and I've, I've i've said it other people have said it killarney seems to be the new algonquin park yes everybody's yeah. everybody's so many people are going to algonquin now that the people that have been going to algonquin for ages are now heading to killarney well they're being displaced you know? because algonquin's yeah. too busy I, I, I would like to do more exploring through Killarney Park. Um, and over the last couple of years, I've been doing a lot through uh, Tomogamy. And, yeah, I, there's so much there, so many different access yeah, points and things to see. beautiful. Yeah, Tomogamy is another place I, I would like to go. So, um, And we've all done – we all do solo trips, yes? Oh, yeah. Well, and. Uh, do you do solo trips, Derek? I I do. I okay. do. I haven't done one in about three or four years, but uh, it was one of the before I had kids. I was often off yeah. on solo trips. So solo or in groups? Which do you prefer? I like. Well, or does it, it matter? It doesn't matter. It's it's just trying to get out there and and uh, kind of being out there in nature. I do enjoy it. It's uh, makes a, it's a big thing in my mind. But uh, I do kind of like the, sh- the the aspect of sharing and hey, look at this, hey, look at that, let's mm-hmm. go check this out, whatever. It's uh, I love tripping with the wife and the kids, and and so it's uh, it, there's a lot to be gained from it to 
you know, you seeing the kids discover stuff for the first time, whether it be turtles or snakes or whatever, it's to to see you know their excitement. It's kind of, I'm kind of living through them now, so it's. Uh, but before the children, it was uh, I really enjoyed my solar trips. Right, Martin, which would you prefer? You know, obviously both are involved. You know, whether you're you know lake trips or river trips or uh, tandem trips, group trips, solo trips. Lots of different type, but if you only had to pick one, mm-hmm. solo trip, no question yeah. about it. Yeah, hundred percent. Solo tripping is an entirely different thing. Yeah, yeah. If you go, and especially if you go for more than five days, solo tripping for a week or two weeks, that is absolutely one hundred percent a different thing altogether than just getting in a canoe and going on a canoe trip. Right. Yeah. Solo trips, Mister Robinson. Well, we start this by saying I've done one solo trip and I got attacked by two moose. <laughs> you say that like it's a bad thing. It's, it, well, it's not. It was interesting. It was an experience. It, it, it was an experience. Uh, no, I'm a, a I'm a social butterfly. I'd, I'd much prefer to, to share that experience with people. Uh, right. Even if you're sitting like there's there's times on a on a two person camping trip that you know. We don't talk for, you know, eight hours while you're in a canoe. Right? Perfectly fine with me. I'd still rather share the experience with somebody. I, I, I'm definitely team, team canoeing. Team, team, team group canoeing. canoeing. Mike, uh, I'm kind of like with Martin. Um, if I could only pick one trip a year, I would probably just go f- solo for sure with my dog. And but uh, you know, is that solo though? Yeah, someone what was that Mark. Mark said I had, that. Is, is I w- that solo? Mark said that. Well, that you're not really solo. solo with your dog is probably the best. I know, but Marcus said, "Well, that's not really a solo trip when you bring your dog." What? <laughs> it, it is and it isn't, right? Yeah. Like your dog is your best friend. So. so, do you prefer to go with or without people? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, one trip a year I'd be a solo, but uh, I really love my you know my group trips, tandem trips, you know stuff yeah. that we're doing this weekend. Uh, well, of course, whitewater trips definitely uh, you know with a group because it's safer for sure. So added into the hang or don't hang food and the tarp <laughs> on the inside <laughs> oh, no, or the you outside of your tent. We have now started a new one. Taking a dog, is that considered solo strip yes, still it's solo. or not? Yeah. Which is add that to the, to the list. Let the debate still begin. solo, but <laughs> with your best friend. So. Yeah. Twitter poll. Scott, which do you prefer? <laughs> well, I haven't done a lot of solo trips. I mean, I've gone in a night or two ahead of a group that's coming in later. Right. And done that. Um, so I don't have a lot of experience going solo, especially on longer trips. I like going with a group of people and, you know, camaraderie around the fire and everything like that. So, but I, I'm, you know, I've been planning for a year or a few years to get into soloing more. So I'm not sure yet. The jury's out. Jury's out on that one. Well, I got to sort of sit on the fence as well, where there's times where I like to get out for an extended period by myself just to get away from everybody, everything on my own timeline. Um, I don't have to worry about anybody else's questions, queries, comments, uh, concerns, anything. So, you know what? Wake up. Here's what I'm going to do today. If I change my mind, I change my mind. I don't have to run it past a a, a group of people. 
But on the other hand, I do like to go with a group of people because, you know, sit, like I say, sitting around the campfire like we're doing here and changing stories or, you know, how big was that fish you caught today? Oh, you're a liar. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, stuff like that, having a good joke, having a, having a sharing a drink around the fire sort of thing. Um, you know, that, there, there's something to be said for that. So I, I got to sit on the fence and say both of them. It's neat that you can learn. So I'm the big solo. I, I enjoy the solo experience. But when you're with a group, every time you learn something new. Something you new, yes. Yeah. I, uh, I was on a, a late October on a trip in Algonquin, and we were looking at the moon. And so I'm looking at the moon right now. And just to the left of the moon, you'll see a star. Well, it's not a star. It's Jupiter. Yeah. And I learned that oh, really? three weeks ago from a guy named Mark Steele. Yeah. And so you you always go on when you're with a group. No matter where it is, where you're going, what you're doing, you'll find out something new. So I just learned yeah. that now. FYI, that's Jupiter. Yeah, that's that's Jupiter. Jupiter right there. <laughs> uh, well, and considering this is, um, I mean, I'm sure most of us got the comments. What do you mean you're going on a canoe trip? It's November. Yes, yes, snowing. It's. <laughs> uh, is there a specific time? Now I know, Derek, you don't like doing it in the middle of summer because I don't of, like the bugs. bugs. But is there a specific season that you prefer to go tripping in, canoe tripping in? For me, it's always fall. I prefer fall. It's like the the leaves are changing. You can see further in the forest because some leaves are dropped, and and you you. You really have to. You're playing a game of weather because you don't know if it's the wind's going to blow or there was going to rain. You know, you're pretty much guaranteed good weather in the summer, but uh, this time of year it's really sketchy, so it's like hit and miss. But uh, we knocked out of the out of the park this year because the weather was fantastic this week. Mm-hmm. So we were pretty lucky that way. But uh, I, I'm if if I'm going to do. Obviously, you have to do your tripping when you can get vacation and time off. So you deal with it. You deal with the bugs. You deal with the, the heat or whatever. Like this summer, I was in Tomogamy with the family, and it was 30-plus degrees, and it was it was uncomfortable. We just went for lots of swims. You'd kind of deal with it, right? But, uh, like, I remember doing some of the white partridge trips years ago, and, and those were always fun because it's like even before the bugs come out, right? So... Like you know, you're you're out there for the first hatch, and they don't not even biting. So you kind of enjoy the helicopter drone of all the black flies above your head, but they're not quite biting yet. So it's uh, I don't know, it's it's uh, I'm not a big fan of the bugs; it, they irritate me. But you deal with it. You put on a bug net or put on fly dope, and you it's it's whatever, right? But I do like the fall trips. I like you know snuggling in and and uh wearing the you know the parkas and the you know the warm clothes and you deal with it right bringing and in shrimp rings and shrimp rings and charcuterie boards and <laughs> you know prosciutto wrapped asparagus and and i think we're having steak and lobster before we leave tomorrow <laughs> shrimp, shrimp rings is definitely a new one for me on a camping trip yeah yeah <laughs> martin what about you favorite season um spring and fall I mean, summer, like I could take it or leave it. Spring and fall, but more than that, it, it, if you if you if you love this stuff and you're planning on an adventure and you pick a destination, you know, you you kind of like pick the destination first and then figure out what the best time of year to do that destination is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So you know, if you're going to do a whitewater trip. Don't do it in the first week or two of September. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. No. laughs> but if you're like planning on having a great, you know, 
you want to go you the first time you've been to Canada and you want to go Algonquin and you know we'll pick the second two weeks of September because the colors will blow you away yeah mm-hmm. so it's a lot of that is it comes into mind you know if you go into the far north I mean you got to base it around the ice right so but yeah spring and fall in general like the summer I could I could care less for tripping in the summer except for on a weekend spring and fall before the bugs come out and when the leaves come out. Yep, Those right. The times Absolutely. The do it. Yep. Mr. Rogers. Well, I was just thinking that I think I've camped in every month of the year except March. I don't think I've camped in March. Oh, got to fix that. But, um, yeah, I mean, same thing, spring and fall. Uh, the spring before the bugs, obviously, and then the fall because it's so beautiful with the leaves and everything. Um it would be nice to get some warmer weather, if it feels like, on some trips. But uh, I, I really enjoy winter camping as well. Um, crisp, clear nights, crunchy, squeaky snow, and uh, <laughs> huddling around the fire. So, yeah, I like it all. I like it all. Awesome. Mike? Um, yeah, I like it all, too. I've, I've, I've done the May trips with black flies, and you got to put the nets on. And, and I don't like wearing nets with blocks or views. Um, uh, so I, I try to hold off on it, but I get really itchy. I just want to get out there as soon as I can. So I'll, I'll if anything, I'll go late June, early July. But then you got the darn deer flies you have to worry about. Um, but, but I like because you know all the blueberries are out, and um, I enjoy that. And just have to deal with the bugs. But um, like Martin says, depends where you're going too, right? If you know, you know, you're not going to go in areas that are going to be bug infested. Uh, so I'll pick uh, the season best for that area. Uh, but uh, if I had to pick one season, it'd be definitely the fall, uh, late August, September. It'd be my my pick. Yeah. Right, Scott. I'm gonna be that odd man out. I like the the dead heat. The dead heat, like the 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 beginning, <laughs> middle of August, end of July, where you have to take a swim four times a day, less pants. <laughs> I'm a big fan of less pants. Yeah, less pants. Right? I don't, I don't know. There's, there's something about the, the dead of heat. Uh, we've done trips where it's 35 degrees every day. And you're whether you're traveling or whether you're sitting at a campsite, I uh, just much prefer it. Right. There's, yeah. there's still, like, the 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 middle of the day, there's, there's no bugs. There might be a few at night, right? You can deal with them. I've been bitten enough that <laughs> mosquitoes no longer bother me. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna be the odd man out. Go dead of summer. That's where my sweet spot is. I as much as I like the summer paddling because there's less chance that you're gonna get soaked or snowed on or hailed on or and this has just been my curse this year. Um, I know Mike, you were you were hoping that the, the Sean curse wouldn't. Show yeah, up this weekend, and so far it yeah. has not. <laughs> yeah. um, but you know, I, I do like my um, August, September, October time. To me, that end of August into um, mid October for me is the prime time. You know, it's there's, there's a the beaver's over. over yeah, the, the beaver's yeah. making He's busy him or herself. It's a busy beaver. It's yeah. a busy beaver today. Um, I, I definitely do like that period of time. To me, that's that's the prime time. It's not too hot. It's not too cold. 
Uh, unfortunately, the rain's a toss-up, which you're going to get that time of year. Is it because you guys are all older that you prefer colder weather? <laughs> no, no, no. Is that what's no. going on here? No, we can't, we can't like handle is, the cold. That's what I feel the, like is going on here. With the, with the summer, <laughs> the, the Julys, um, that's when the majority of people are out. We just don't like people. There you go. <laughs> you hit Crown Land and go far enough. <laughs> it's even worse, for Christ's sake. Too people out there. Oh, Crown Land on. in the summer is a disaster. Yeah. You can sit out there with your Speedo. All the people who don't want to spend five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> five bucks. Five bucks. <laughs> when was it five bucks last? Anyway? No, I just, Again, I'm you're showing your age with a campsite for five bucks. I'm going to tell you, I'm sure my age and experience, that there's a lot of talk about Crown Land being like the end-all, be-all of canoe tripping. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. I mean, it, the question is, how easy is it to access where you're going? Right, and so a lot of people will go to Crownland, but easy access Crownland, and it's a disaster. It's just disgusting what has happened to those campsites. Yeah. So the, there's no maintenance at all either, right? And I'm gonna. Everyone complains about Algonquin because it's so busy, or Tomogamy because it's so busy, or well, Killarney's busier than either of those two places. But um, at least there's maintenance. Mm-hmm. Right? But but so. who goes on a canoe trip where you are? Paddling for hours, lugging hundreds of pounds of gear, or, or like in in Derek's case, fifty pounds of beer. (laughs) (laughs) You're lugging all of this into the backcountry for like a a two, maybe three day weekend, and you're worried about how hard it is to access. You're already doing all kinds of work. Yep. Why not go a little bit farther where there's not going to be any people? Yeah. Yeah. It's oh, beautiful oh. weather. You can get me, some me, yeah. sun on your cheeks because you're not wearing any pants and off you go. I'll, I'll put a point on that sentence there and say that uh, all that beer and all this extra food that I brought in was for everybody else. Yeah. Sure, sure. <laughs> he was just fattening us up. Yes, yes. Why? <laughs> Where's that axe? <laughs> Uh, well, one one last uh, question then before we call it a an episode. Before we um, freeze to death? Before we freeze to death, yes, because it's now dark. Yeah, put uh, on the fire. <laughs> the fire's gotten low. Oh, I got this. Oh, he's got this. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> Stoke it up. Let's talk about the favorite, your favorite part of a canoe trip. Is it the beginning? Is it the planning? Is it the <laughs> trip? Is it finishing the trip and being able to relive the adventures uh, and then planning the next one? Um, Scott, let's start with you. Well, I do a lot of planning. A lot of planning. <laughs> <laughs> I have spreadsheets. I think Martin gave them to me. <laughs> but do you have a dossier? Yeah. A dossier. I like to, you know, if it's a trip, trip, you know, a longer trip into an area, a remote area. I like to do some planning. I like to know what's there. I like to know what I'm going to see and look into it so I know where to go and what to do. Right. Um, but my favorite thing is probably you know what kind of what we're doing here. You know, after a long day or a hard day, some paddling, some portaging. You know, we have a nice dinner. It's always nice in the wilderness, and uh, have a drink around the fire. That's you know well, that's, just, that's just, the thing. Just to, to point out, we haven't had dinner yet. But yes, we're going to lunch. We're going to, <laughs> we're going to right? And, yeah. and it's dark. And it's dark <laughs> it is, now. It right? is dark. Yeah, this is when the animals are coming out. Mike. <laughs> Uh, well, it all starts. I think you always said it too. You know, you starts your trip starts when you start plan 
where you mm-hmm. want to go. You know, you get the maps out, and you know, I have a, a garage. I have maps out everywhere. Uh, then I'll a week or two before the trip even starts, I'll start getting my gear together, and my buddies come over and they make fun of me because when are you going camping? Well, another two three weeks, and well, why are you started already? Well, it's, <laughs> it's that's the fun what part. I, yeah, don't want to forget part. anything. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no. I'll pack and repack, and you know, take this out, put that in, and. Uh, fine-tune it just before the trip starts and uh, uh, right in the middle of the trip is the best part for me you know if you're for a 10-day trip or a seven-day trip if you're three days in four days in just the middle of the trip is I love that you know, that's when you get into the groove and then uh, then the last few days oh darn you know it's coming to an end so mm-hmm. you, you appreciate it even a little bit more yeah so that's All how right. I Mr. Robinson uh well I definitely don't do any planning, <laughs> yeah, we'll any research. I don't read emails. Uh, I know where I'm starting and when, which is which is well, great. Sometimes, 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 sometimes. Uh, sometimes I don't even know when it ends. Um, no, for me it's uh, it's that that first morning. Mm-hmm. So you you've launched the day before and you've set up camp. Right, and you wake up in the morning having your coffee on the that that first actual morning. Right, that's that's the time that the the trip always becomes real for me. Right, you've spent your first night in the woods. Right, you've you've gotten rid of any stresses from the real world. Right, and now you're out in the woods, relaxing. That that's that is the key time for me. Right, cool, Martin. Um, to me, it, well, so the quick answer is day five. <laughs> day five? Even on Derek, a specifically, <laughs> on a three-day trip, day five is the day. Day five. Day five. <laughs> I like day five. Day five. That's my favorite Of day. a four-day trip. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and, and part of that is because, you know, earlier we said, what do you like, a solo trip or a tandem trip or a group trip? And uh, day five, like, speaks more to a solo trip, but... And that's why I like solo tripping mm-hmm. is like a lot of what we do like this is so much fun. What we're doing right now is so much fun and group trips are fun and tandem trips are fun. But if especially if you're solo or, or you're in the far north or you're outside of your comfort zone, um, it's it takes it takes a few days before you can get comfortable in your own skin. Right. It doesn't matter who the heck you are. You you know you could spend ten years tripping in the woods, and you get into your tent that first night, and that flying squirrel, or the you know the long-eared mouse, <laughs> is a bear in the woods, right? It's a bear in the woods. Yeah. yeah. But like by day five, you're like in a routine. Like you get up, you make breakfast, you pack up, you get on the water, you go. Before that, you're trying to figure out where your stuff is, and like it's like where where did I pack that, or where did I put this, or oh my god, what's in the woods. You know, day five, you were in the groove. You right. let it all go. You're in the groove, right? Yeah, yeah. So that to me is mid- middle of the trip because I don't like the longest trip I've ever done is two weeks. You know, I've done I do a two week trip every year, and to me, my dream would be a forty day trip, but it would be day five, and you're in the groove. <laughs> right. Day five, yeah, day you're five. in the groove. It's all downhill from here for the next day 35. five. Worst day of my life, best day ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it, Derek. As long as a There's bear wasn't in your campsite on day <laughs> five. <laughs> and even then. There's a few favorite moments when I do a trip. Like, it's like I would say primarily is the first one is when you first push off 
onto the water and you kind of you're shedding you're you're shedding all the stuff that's in the back of your mind you forget about work you forget about all the all the stupid stuff and you just kind of you're looking forward to the next few days and and thinking wandering through your mind of the route how it's going to be planned out and uh and from from then at about day three, as opposed to Martin's day five, day about day three is when, like the the ringing in my ear stops because I work in a in a loud area at work, and so the tinnitus and whatever it's like. At about day three, it's like, oh, I can actually hear birds far away instead of hearing that constant ringing in my ears, right? And uh, so things kind of like nighttime, you can hear more, and and uh, it's nice and quiet, and you're in, really enjoying the serenity, right? The the quietness of the uh, of the outdoors, and and then uh, even even till the last day, whatever day it is, whether it's day five or day ten, it's uh, it's finally you've you've gone through and you've come through this experience of of canoeing, camping, paddling, and 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 then it's like, okay, well. This is this has been a, a fantastic trip, but now I'm getting, you know, excited about kind of integrating myself back into society and work again, right? So there's stuff that has to be done, and and so even that, like a lot of people are like, oh, it's the last day, I I don't want to go home. Is for me, it's like I do want to go home. I'm I'm excited about uh, getting back into the normal. You know the normal life again, and uh, getting back home, and having a proper shower, and getting up in the morning, having my morning coffee, and going to work, and whatever. So it's uh, it, there's there's various points along the way that uh, I look forward to. I always marvel at the about day three when it's like my ears aren't ringing and I can actually hear things <laughs> in the middle of the night, and I can. It's just quiet. You can hear the leaves. You can hear the water ripples, and it's just it's so all so relaxing just to be. To be kind of overwhelmed in the quietness, right? It's it's kind of it's kind of doesn't really sound right, but you're to be overwhelmed in the quietness. It's it's just an amazing thing at about day three, right? So there's just so many little points along the way that uh, that it's just like this is this is why I'm doing this. Is this is it's worth it to get out there, but it's also nice to get out there and then finally come back again. Mm-hmm. And what's kind of cool about what Derek just said, especially in November, because we're tripping in November right now. Yep. There's nothing. Yeah. It's uh, other than the giant pack of coyotes behind our campsite <laughs> and the, the busy <laughs> right? beaver on the busy beaver. <clears throat> it's dead silent. Yeah, yeah. there's Quiet. nothing. Dead yeah. silent. The, a lot of the migratory birds are gone. And like how, you don't how, hear the how, loons how often or the do you geese? hear that in your life? Right. Your life. Yeah. All like 365. It's just noise all day yeah. long. Mm-hmm. And if we would all shut the heck up. Yeah, put out the fire. Dead silent. <laughs> Tell the beaver to leave. <laughs> like, just add a close second for my favorite day. Sure. Is yeah. getting home after like a seven-day mm. trip without showering and finding my wife for a big <laughs> hug. Giving her a big, <laughs> big hug. stinky yes. hug. Yeah, yeah. You got to give that big stinky hug. Isn't that? I she, love. I love that driving in the driveway. Oh, she yeah. runs away because she knows it's coming, but it doesn't matter. I'm going to find her. <laughs> come out, come out wherever you are. And I agree with Derek a little bit. Like all this stuff about day five, day three, whatever. Like the last night of the trip. Yeah. And we're like, well, there's you know only three k to get back to the car. I'm like, let's push. Let's just get out of here. Yeah. Like it's yep. like that last night. You're like, okay, I'm ready, mm-hmm. ready to give my wife a hug. You know, ready to get get on the road. I I, I do have to agree though. That, like the quietness that's out here right now, like it's it's, it's insane. It's incredible. 
it's like our studio some nights. Nice and yes. quiet. Yeah, except when the furnace kicks in. Yeah. Or the cat. Except for when you're hammering. 50 and you have permanent tinnitus. <laughs> like, it's always ringing. <laughs> it's always ringing. Wait, 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 wait. That's a thing? That's a thing, <laughs> buddy. It sucks. You'll, you'll, you'll come and across that one. And you used to go no, to no. concerts yeah. a lot, right? Yeah. Oh, you're, you're screwed. No, you're no, screwed. No, no. <laughs> well, I got to say, I agree with bits from everybody. I mean, the, the planning part, when you first know, I'm going. you pick your dates and you're going on a trip. <laughs> that planning part is like, okay, there's this and there's this. And when we're going here, oh, look, on this route, we get, if we stay there for an extra night, then we can take a day and paddle up this river and see these waterfalls and, and stuff like that. So that's, that's, that's pretty cool. So be- before you go on, though, like, there's something to be said about just instead of doing the research, discovering those yeah. things for yourself. But you can't discover them if you don't know they're there. Yes, you can. You, It's called exploring. We just discovered one today. Yeah. But you yeah, had but see, no idea but that. But who knows that, what we what missed because we didn't is, research. If, well, you have this, if you have this route, <laughs> okay, say a big circle route you're doing, well, and wait, on wait, day wait. three... Hold on. We knew because of our research that we were going to go to Scrabble Mountain. And let's face it, Scrabble Mountain... Meh. Yeah, right. <laughs> we had no idea about the the shoot at the end of Sheldon the, the Lake. The shoot yeah. was way better than the oh hike. yeah. Yes, if you're base camping and doing things in this area, but what if you were to have come across from Devils to Sheldon and then hit that portage at the top of Sheldon, straight over to Cooney Lake? You, you would still, to this day, have no idea what's yeah. at the bottom of Sheldon. You'd miss no. it you're all. right, but right? if you didn't do the research, you also wouldn't know what you're missing. <laughs> and so we had. So some- there's there's something to be said for not only not knowing what you're missing, yeah. and discovering it for yourself, and Sean we, Dossier Rowley. And we had a we had a couple join us. Well, not couple. We had a couple friends join us yesterday. We uh-huh. did. Uh, Sue, Unplanned. Sue Shepard and Peter Romaine just yep. like happened to be in QE2 yesterday and they, they knew we were here because they discovered our boats and they went into what's the next lake? Cooney. 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 They saw our boats and left some little indicators, some clues to let it, you know, say, Which hey. we totally missed. Yeah, we totally yeah, missed. We totally, we totally missed because totally we're, we're a bunch of men don't pay attention. <laughs> they <laughs> rearranged our paddles. Yeah. Okay. So they went into yeah, like Cooney Lake, but honestly... <laughs> should have gone down to the end of Sheldon Lake because that was pretty cool yeah. at the end of Absolutely. Sheldon Lake. Like We had no idea what that looked like. And Well, and I like my planning, so stick it up your nose, Mr. <laughs> Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we tripped great together, all well, right? We did. You know what? I mean, as much as I love to plan stuff, uh, as was shown on the Moose River, if my plan goes to Crapola, I'm good with that as well. And the first day on the Moose River, it went it to Crapola, <laughs> and we still had a great time. Uh, but yeah, that that planning bit where you're sort of get—it's like a waiting for Christmas sort of thing when you were a little kid. Um, that you know the anticipation, the anticipation. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then yeah. for me, the next part is and all that time you spend in planning—that's not like it's not like hard work. No, no. You're not, you're not doing hard part. work because of your upcoming trip. You're like that's part of the fun. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Looking at maps absolutely all day long. I call it we it's called map porn. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It's called research. <laughs> no. No, no, no. One man's research is another man's map porn. <laughs> <laughs> potato potato. Uh but um I've I do agree that 
the second day. So the, the day you drive up, you get in, you launch, you go in five or six lakes, you set up that first camp, and then the next morning you're like, all right, we're on our trip. My yeah. first real day you know? in the park. Yeah, we'll our first full day that's yeah, going to be out there. We'll get our stuff rolling and, and all that. The last day is very bittersweet. The getting home, to, okay, you know what? I'll say in case people I love are listening. Yeah, I can't wait to get home. <laughs> but in <laughs> we love you, we really do. In reality, <laughs> if if it's like, oh man, you know what? I'm having such a good time. I don't want to go home. And that last three kilometers, new, new, Oh look, a squirrel, new, new, new. You know, I'm going to take my time doing that last three kilometers if I can. Um, but the, I mean, once I get to the vehicle, yeah. Once I get back to my my wherever my vehicle is, you know, then it's like okay, canoe on, gear in, gone. Stop at a Timmy's, head on home, mm-hmm. right? But but from when I wake up that morning and get my last coffee, to launching the canoe, to paddling the last lakes, doing the last port, I'm not in a hurry. I'm not in a hurry at all. And then when they see where, you know, the parking lot, you say, oh, yeah, there's the parking lot. All right, that's it. Trip's over. And you go from there. That's when you sort of speed up. Yeah. Right? But, yeah, good times. So does anybody have anything else they want to add to this about canoe tripping, canoe trips, paddling? Where's the next place you want to go? <laughs> Ooh. I've got too many. Yeah. Number yeah. one. Well, on we, have, we have the for dream him. trip. Well, there's for the dream. Him. There's ba- the dream trip. Ba- Banks, Island. Island, Banks Island, Thompson Banks River. Island. Banks Island. Banks Island, Thompson Banks River. Banks Island. Yeah, that's our our dream trip would be Banks Island. And I'm not going to go there for like one of these week long. No, tours. it's got to be. I'm, if I'm spending that kind of money and that kind of time, twenty five grand. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's going to be like two weeks, three weeks, six hour tour. Oh, more six than a six-hour hour tour. tour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's going to be some walking in there. There's going to be some paddling. There's going to be some. Rest days where you can just wander across the plain. Yeah. You know, the Barrens. 40 days in the Barrens. Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> that'd be awesome. What about you guys? 40 days in the Barrens. <laughs> in the Barrens. <laughs> I forgot Willow was there. <laughs> I, 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 work, I work for a great company, and there's a great boss, and if you're listening, 40 days <laughs> in the Barrens. And if paid, you're listening, we agree. You should vacation. let them go. <laughs> Scott, what about you? Well, I'm still trying to get up to the Yukon, see some mountain valleys and the, the scenery up there. Got to get up there. Awesome. Mike? Yeah, definitely up in the Yukon. Uh, maybe some whitewater up that way, maybe. It would be awesome. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> so if we could all get, if we <laughs> could all get Reynolds our Memorial River Run Yukon Hold on a second. <laughs> oh, as the, like, the Burt Reynolds Memorial River Run <laughs> kind of originator. Yeah. Guys, save your shekels. Let's do this. Let's let's head to the Yukon. Let's head to the Northwest Territories. As the shekels are saved. I, the, the challenge I, I will laid out down. Twice now. I will, Scott, it's in the bank for Scott. Scott is a victim of circumstance. He has been screwed two times over on a trip to the, well, last year we were supposed to do the bonnet plume in the Yukon, and COVID got in the way of that. And the year, two years before that, we did the mountain river and, and work, work just didn't get in scott's favor <laughs> so yeah i would love to go to the yukon with the burt reynolds crew and it's, it's not going to be that hard 
Well, it sounds like a 2020 I got a thing. dossier with your name <laughs> on it. <laughs> <laughs> Is there pictures and maps and, and, oh, and food so plans? And food <laughs> plan? <laughs> oh, God. So oh, that should man. be it, man. Yeah. Um, did we do you, Scott? No, you didn't. Yeah, Scott, oh, where's your, what's your dream uh, trip? Oh, dream trip? The next place that you would really like to go if you had the money, time. Uh... It, it, it's a toss-up. Uh, I wanted to do last year. I wanted to do the walkway acoustic for a memorial trip for my father-in-law. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a toss-up between that and the uh, the the route through Scotland through all the distilleries. Oh, oh the Kevin Callan oh, run! Kevin the, Callan absolutely, the yeah, Kevin Callan run best. through all the Scotch distilleries. <laughs> uh, that's just that's a trip. Spay River, Spay River, yeah. 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 It's right up my yeah. alley. Yeah. You know what? If you one. asked nicely, even if you asked rudely, I bet you Kevin Callan would go with you. Again. <laughs> I bet you that would. Actually, he's met me before. I don't know if he would, but... <laughs> <laughs> Should I put he's, in a good word? He's, he's met me before. I'm not sure if he would, but he might. He'd have a hell of a trip. Yeah, everybody would. Um... With that, I think we're going to call it because, yeah, it's pitch dark now. The fire's here. The moon is, well, it's just a I sliver of moon. I want to know where Derek wants to go. I said. Yeah. Banks Island. Yeah, oh, Banks man. Island. That's our trip. That's Banks our Island. Trip. We keep talking about that. Yep. Comes up time and time again. I want to do right. Banks well, Island. I, I want you to go to the Yukon and spend five grand. I can't spend 20, well, 25 grand to go to go, Banks Island. Yeah, so why can't he do both? When it comes to realistic <laughs> possibilities, yes, Yukon would be more realistic. Yeah. I don't I don't think I'll ever make it to Banks Island. Because Banks Island is going to be a, when we win the lottery thing. Yeah, that's a lottery kind of trip. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I would do the Yukon in a heartbeat with uh, Burt Reynolds Memorial River Run. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And you can go see Yukon Steve. Yes. Yukon right. Steve. We can all drink out of a shot glass with the... Toe in it. Yeah. Sorry, not the thumb, the toe. The toe. The toe, yeah. yeah. Apparently, they have to periodically replace the toe with yeah. a, a there's new a, donation. There's a new toe right Because now. too many people accidentally toe. swallow it. They run away with there the toe. There you go. I have a new goal in life. I want swallow to be my toe. toe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's going to steal a toe. <laughs> I, will, I will donate a toe. There you go. <laughs> you know what? There's a list. There's, <laughs> there's, there's a donation yeah, list. There's a, there's a list for the toe. Mm. <laughs> wow! Hit <coughs> me. How does that fit in with your podcast? Toes, drinking toes, drinking toes in <laughs> the Yukon <laughs> while paddling. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's your goal in life. What's yeah. your goal in life? To kiss a toe. Well, and then I donate got, I, one. Unfortunately, I got diabetes, but at least I get to donate my toe. Right? <laughs> you know, 20 you know what? You got to do some good in your life. That's it's, if I can help out. Yeah, you know. Well, guys, I want to thank you very much for uh, helping us out with this different style of yes, thanks, episode, this was 300. A, this was a dream uh, recording for me. I've been wanting to get out around the fire itself. And uh, my plan was to sit around the fire and tell uh, bear encounter stories or something like that with the trick- crickets in the background. And But, uh, yeah, it's it was, it was this was a dream recording for me. This is something I've wanted to do from day one. Oh, wait, but, we didn't tell you about that time the bear came into camp? <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to do this when it was warmer, too, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> great bear stories. <laughs> Lots of bear stories. Well, we need to uh, get some headlamps. We need to get some warm jackets on. Put and, the chili on. And put the chili on, because apparently it's dinner time. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, again, thank you guys very much. 
Scott Rogers, Mike Burns, Scott Robinson, awesome. Martin Garster, Derek. Whoop Great whoop. for showing up, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I'm here for you. Hey. Happy to be a part of it. Awesome, man. Thanks. Uh, if you want to find out more about us, you can find us at PaddlingAdventuresRadio.com. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can listen to us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Player FM, iHeartRadio, and all your favorite podcast downloading sites. Or you can go to the PaddlingAdventuresRadio.com episode page and stream or download all our episodes there. And there's now three Hundred, three hundred episodes. Three hundred oh. episodes. Three hundred. Three hundred weekly episodes. Bam! Mm-hmm. All for your listening pleasure. If you enjoyed this episode, please tell your friends, family, and all your paddling friends. Uh, and uh, yeah, again, a big thank you to all our listeners and uh, and our special guests and our special guests this evening. Uh, I want to thank you all for listening. I'm Sean Rowley. and I'm Derek Specht. We'll see you next time. Yeah. <laughs>